Today on episode number 586 of the School of Podcasting, we have a cool because of my podcast story. We're going to talk about connecting with the entertainment industry. We have some weird but common audio issues. I'm going to tackle a couple of those. Also, I tried to find some podcast listeners at the mall on International Podcasting Day. I'll tell you how that went. And oh yeah, one other thing happened on International Podcast Day. And before I display the winner of this, I will long say that today's winner of the, of the technology category is long long, long overdue. So our 12th annual People's Choice Podcast Award winners in the category of technology goes to School of Podcasting. Dave, you made it, baby. Congratulations. Here's a message from Dave Jackson. If you're watching this, holy cow, that means the School of Podcasting, after being nominated somewhere between seven and nine times, has actually won a podcast award. Holy cow, thank you so much. You might want to check your calendar. I believe this is one of the signs of Armageddon, but again, thank you. Uh, First, I have to thank all my listeners. Uh, I do this for you. It's been my pleasure to serve you for 12 years and thank you so much for sending in your your feedback and your because of my podcast stories it really puts a lot of gas in my podcasting tank i want to say thanks to all my family especially my brother when the school of podcasting was started i was actually living in his basement and i'm not sure that the school of podcasting would exist if i didn't have that little support from him so thank you very much for that also want to thank my co-host bernie the cat who uh, is now launched on to his own show. Uh, I want to thank Libsyn for hosting all my files for 12 years and, of course, for giving me a job. I want to thank Todd Cochran for running the podcast awards. I've had to do this whole award thing one year, and I know it's a lot of work and uh, just know that it's deeply appreciated. And lastly, if you have a passion, if you have a message, please come find me at theschoolofpodcasting.com. I really want to help you start and launch a podcast that's going to change your world. Thank you so much. It's deeply, deeply appreciated. So welcome to episode number 586 of the award-winning School of Podcasting. Hit it, ladies! The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I'm your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson. Thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I bring my 20 plus years of helping people understand technology and I help you massage your message. I help you tackle that technology, face your fears and flatten the learning curve and get you on the road to not just podcasting because look, you can watch a bunch of old outdated YouTube videos to do that. I want to get you podcasting in the right direction. Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com, and I look forward to seeing you on the inside. If you do plan on joining, hey, you made it this far. This is like the world's longest intro. Use the coupon code LISTENER, and that'll save you on your first month. Well, I always like to uh, start off the show with because of my podcast story. Before I, I get into that, I do just want to say thank you to Todd Cochran again for the podcast awards. Um, he didn't have to say that. It was very nice of him, and uh, I did hear it. I deeply appreciate it, and, uh, you know, it's always an honor to be nominated. That is absolutely true, but it's really cool to win as well, and I kind of don't believe it. I don't think I'll actually believe it until I hold it in my hand, so that'll be a lot of fun. But we do have a Because of My Podcast story. Let's get right to it. Hello, Dave. This is uh, Douglas Lane. I'm from the Zero Books podcast. I wanted to let you know that um, I've been listening on and off to your show since 2009 when I started podcasting. Uh, the first podcast I made was called Diet Soap, 
And through that, uh, along with a few other things, I managed to land a job in uh, publishing. I'm now the publishing manager, publicist, and podcaster for Zero Books. And the podcast I do is called Zero Squared. It's a left-wing philosophy podcast uh, where we talk to Zero Books authors, people like Angela Nagel, who wrote Kill All Normies, uh, along with other philosophers and writers uh, on a weekly basis. Um, I wrote to you to ask for some advice on how to upgrade my membership site, the Zero Books Club site. You gave me some very good advice in chat, and I just wanted to thank you for that. And thank you for making the School of Podcasting, which I've been listening to for quite a while. Thanks. Thank you, Douglas. Find him over at zerobooks.com. How cool is that, that you end up podcasting for your job? A job, I should point out, that you got because of your podcast. That's pretty cool, which then gets you in contact, in his case, with a bunch of cool authors. Well, if you didn't hear about it, September 30th was International Podcast Day. If you're a subscriber to the show, you got the special-only, subscriber-only version of the show. And if you're not sure how to subscribe to the show, go over to learntosubscribe.com. Again, that's learntosubscribe.com, and you can learn how to subscribe to not just this podcast, but any podcast. And I wanted to do something to help promote podcasting on International Podcast Day, so I decided I would go to the mall, and I just grabbed a Roland RO5, for my portable mixer because it was handy and it wasn't plugged into my uh, studio. And I went to the mall and here's the one thing that's you, you may find this somewhat hard to believe, but underneath the skin of this podcaster who seems to really enjoy the sound of his own voice is a guy who's really at times painfully shy. So this required me to go to the mall and talk to absolute strangers and to say that it, I, I seriously walked around for at least 40 minutes before I finally got up the nerve to talk to some teenagers, young giggly people. And uh, I was just simply asking them, hey, it's International Podcast Day. Have you ever heard of a podcast? If so, what? Uh, and then in some cases, depending on how they looked, uh, I would ask them if they wanted me to show them how to subscribe to a show. And it was funny because normally on a podcast, you're like, look, nobody's going to punch you in the face. Right, Ryan Parker from foodcraftsman.com? No one will punch you in the face. But this actually could end up with me getting punched in the face. And so I went up there and I thought, you know, I'll, I'll try to get a hold of 10 people or whatever. And uh, this is what I got. This is me uh, bugging <laughs> complete strangers at the Summit Mall in Akron, Ohio. It's young people. You guys feel like being on a podcast for like two minutes? Yes, no, maybe? Have you ever listened to a podcast? Um, no. No. Do you know what a podcast is? Yeah. Okay, beautiful. That, that was it. Do you know what a podcast is? No. How about you? Okay, so then you've never listened to one. Do you want to know what a podcast is? I can show you if you're interested. I know you're you're on the way to something. If you want, I can show you. If not, it's been nice meeting me. Cool. That's all I needed then. Thank you very much. And we're just asking people, have you ever heard of podcasting? Okay, cool. Have you ever actually listened to a podcast? Yes. Yes, you have. Cool. Do you have a favorite? One Not really? Oneplace.com has several. Awesome. That's it. Thank you very much. Sure. Cool. Finally some dudes. <laughs> Can I bug you guys for like two seconds? All right. So I'm a podcast evangelist, and we'll do, it's a two-question survey. Have you guys, like, do you know what a podcast is? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You've ever listened to one? Yes. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? 
No. No. <laughs> That's all right. That was it. Thank you very much, guys. No all right. And the simple question is, do you know what a podcast is? Yeah. Have you ever listened to one? Yeah. What's your favorite one? Uh, it used to be TuneIn before my buddy began on the radio. Yeah. He's on WONE. He's a VJ on the uh, radio, actually. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but cool. I'll just say TuneIn. For, he's, uh, he used to go to the Cleveland Center for broadcasts. Nice. And then does that now, yeah. Cool. Uh, tomorrow, if you didn't know, is International Podcast Day. Hooray. And so all we're asking is, A, do you guys know what a podcast is? Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh, yes. On Anybody here with a no? No? Cool. Awesome. <laughs> So, obviously, you listen to podcasts, apparently. Oh, my gosh. You got a favorite? Uh, several. Okay, and they are? Let My People Think with Ravi Zacharias. Um, Practical Karate Bunkai with Ian Abernathy. Those are my, my top two that I... Excellent. Anybody else got a favorite? That's it. Beautiful. So, of the people I talk to, it's obvious that we need to teach our audience how to subscribe to a podcast. They might know what they are but it's not really sticking as to how to find them, how to subscribe and really leave a mark on people. So they go and and you notice the people that had and you're like, do you listen to podcasts? Oh yeah. uh, All the time. So the people that, that had been there and learned to a podcast were really into them. And the people obviously that had not have no clue what they're missing. So I made it through talking to complete strangers. I did not get punched in the face. So we always think the worst thing is going to happen and it didn't. But I was amazed to be put back into an area that I thought I'd overcome. And that was, it took me 40 minutes to just walk up to a complete stranger and go, hey, can I ask you a couple quick questions? And so that was interesting. And I had a call this week from somebody and I believe he was a a nice person, but I I believe he wanted me to assure him of a couple things. Number one, that they were not going to waste their time with a podcast. B, that in three years, they would be making six figures. And this is where sometimes I think I need to change my title from personal podcast coach to Dave Jackson, Dream Crusher. And I said, look, I can't guarantee you that. There are There was a great show called Action. It starred Jay Moore. It had kind of guest spots with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock and all these big A-list people on it, and it didn't do well. Now, the entertainment people loved it because it was a show about the entertainment industry, but it was up against, I don't know, Friends or Seinfeld or something. It lasted two seasons, and that was it. There is a bit of luck to this. There is a bit of timing. There is a bit of, do you have an audience already? Nothing can really predict whether or not a show will take off or not. I mean, Gimlet Media... They know how to produce great shows, and yet they've had a couple that they go, yep, this one didn't work. Look good on paper. So there's no way that I can guarantee you that if you put out, I don't know, somewhere between $100 and $300 for equipment, that in six you know months or three years or whatever, that you're going to be making six figures. I can't do that. Now, there are people... There's a whole line of people behind me that will charge you, I don't know, $9,000 to get you into New and Noteworthy, even though New and Noteworthy does nothing for you. But hey, just this weekend, you know, I'll get it to you for, you know, $3,000. Don't believe me? Listen. So I just want to let you guys know that because you're here today and we want to offer you something that we normally sell for... 
We're selling it for $8,990. We have a 12-week course that teaches you how to launch a podcast, do so successfully, how to leverage that, and really make money from your podcast. We're actually giving you guys a special today, so we're selling it for $3,990. week. See, I told you, there are people like that out there that are just willing to take your money. But this trip to the mall, I learned that the more I did it, the better I got at it, the the calmer I was. I wasn't still 100%, hey, I'll just walk up to anybody, but I saw that, you know what, this isn't as bad as I thought. I saw where all the negative things, like, oh, I'd see somebody, I'm like, ooh, this is, this is a father who's got the kids on the weekend, and I want to interrupt their time. No, it didn't matter. They really didn't care. So all those horrible, the, the horror stories that you whip up in your head don't really happen. And in the end, I learned some things like I learned that maybe this isn't the best place to teach people how to podcast. I think next year I want to, like I said, I want to maybe approach an Apple store or maybe go someplace where there are captive people that are bored, like a laundromat. Uh, You know, you learn from your experiences. These are not wastes of time. Maybe you didn't end up where you thought you were going to be but it's not a complete waste of time. So keep that in mind as you start to head towards maybe your very first podcast adventure. You are going to meet friends. You are going to grow your audience. And you're going to learn a lot about yourself. You're going to learn how to put together a thought better. You're going to become, I know a lot of people say they're a better public speaker because they do a podcast. So it's not a waste of time. In some cases, it's an educational experience and you may not end up where you thought you're going to, but that doesn't mean you ended up in the wrong direction. You may end up in the right direction because you found out something by doing a podcast. I mean, Doug, the guy with the Because of My Podcast story, ended up now doing a podcast for his job. Right, Bernie? I know, Doug's cool and he's doing it for his job. So I know. It's not the Bernie. No, you, I'm going to record your show after this one. It's not time for Bernie the cat. All right. Can you just chill out? As the old saying goes, it's better to look back. And instead of saying, I wonder if that would have worked. It's better to look back and go, you know, I did try that and it didn't work or it did work. And look at what happened to me, but you don't know unless you try. Hey, I want to answer a question. This is a weird one, but I've had it happen a few times. And that is, my podcast sounds fine. And then when I listen to it on a phone, it sounds really weird. So I've got an example of this. This is what it sounds like normal. Sounds okay, but I'm now going to convert that stereo file to a mono file and listen to what it sounds like now. Now, you probably can't hear that, but there's a little bit of blurbs. I'm going to boost that now. Yeah, that's actually what was on that, except it was so quiet you could barely hear it. And what this is called is, and we're going to get kind of our geek on here. It's when a stereo file is out of phase. And I'm just going to try to break this down super easy. Let's say the left channel of that particular recording was at minus three. And the right side of the recording was at plus three, 
when you combine those into a mono file, and a mono means just there is no stereo separation, there's no left and right, both sides of the headphones get the exact same signal. Well, because one's minus three and one is plus three, they equal zero. So if you ever have a file that maybe you recorded someplace with two microphones and it sounds great, you export it to 64 kilobits per second mono, and all of a sudden that part of the interview or whatever was going on, it sounds like it's not there and you know it's there because it sounds good on your computer when you're listening to the original file. Well, it's because, and the technical phrase for this is, it's out of phase. Your file is out of phase. So how do you fix this? Well, what you can do is simply take one channel of that. So I'm going to take that guitar sound that we had, and I'm going to just copy and paste the left side of that recording, and it sounds like this. And now to get our geek on just a little bit more, there is a rule called the three to one principle. And it basically means when you have a pair of microphones that are pointing at something that's one foot away, the pair of microphones should be three feet apart. So let's say you're recording a piano and the piano is one foot away from both microphones. The microphones themselves should be three feet apart. If the piano was two feet away from them, then the microphone should be six feet apart from each other. So if you're using a microphone to record you and your guest and you're both, you know, right up on the microphone, well, then you don't need to be that far apart. But just realize if you've done something where the recording was in stereo and your fans are saying, hey, when I listen to this on my phone, because maybe you've converted it to mono, and I can't, it sounds really weird. That's probably why. And an easy way to do this is to A, just copy one side of the conversation. Now, it, this is where if you have things where one person is all the way in the left and the other person is all the way in the right, that might be an issue because you can't just copy one side. But it's a weird little problem that comes up from time to time. And that's normally how I fix it. Just like I did with this guitar, you simply copy one side of the sound and then paste it in as its mono. Another weird audio problem you may have is you upload your audio to your media host and you go over, of course, 24 hours later to see it in iTunes and you know you uploaded a 30-minute file but it's showing like 13 minutes and 57 seconds. And you're like, well, that's weird. So you go back to the original file, you double click on it on your computer and it comes in whatever you're using. It could be Windows Media Player or iTunes. And you're like, no, it says right there, 30 minutes and 13 seconds. And you go back to your Apple podcast and it says whatever it is and it's wrong. I would almost bet the farm on this that what you're doing is exporting your audio file in whatever program you're using as a variable bit rate versus a constant bit rate. And almost every host I know says, yeah, we do not recommend variable bit rate. And it sounds like a great idea because the idea is the technology kind of listens to what's going on and adjusts the bit rate to whatever's going on. Thus, it makes the smallest file uh, that still sounds good. 
So it sounds like a great idea, except it doesn't work with most players. So if you're having a problem with displaying, another thing will happen is if you are pressing pause and when you go back and hit play, it starts from the beginning. That's probably a variable variable. I don't I don't know. I can't say that word tonight. Uh, that's probably a variable bitrate problem. So if it's starting and stopping, if it's not displaying properly, especially the length, that's probably a variable bitrate. Before we get to our last little weird audio problem, I want to take a second to tell you about the school of podcasting.com. I realize a lot of people listen to the show. You have no idea what it is. We have 19 courses and you're like, well, what kind of courses? Well, first of all, you have live group coaching twice a month. There is a focus group. So if you want some feedback on your show, but it starts off with planning your podcast. There's one about how to create great content. It's called content is king. If you want to know how to pick the best podcast equipment for whatever your budget is, organizing your podcast. So how do you get all those ideas and how do you organize an episode? How to podcast with Audacity. How to podcast with Hindenburg Journalist. How to podcast with GarageBand. Uh, Skype 101, if you've never used Skype, how to do that. How to build your podcast website using WordPress. How to use the PowerPress plugin. What the heck is RSS and what do I need to understand about that? Uh, what about Adobe Audition, like some basic Adobe, because that thing does everything. How to publish your podcast with Libsyn. How to communicate with your audience. How to publish your podcast, how to actually put it out there. And that means how to list it in iTunes, how to list it in TuneIn, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. As well as, if you want to, how to make money with your podcast. You get all those courses, all 19 for one low fee of $49 a month, or if you're in it for the long haul, want to save a little bit of money, you can sign up for a year and it's like getting two months free. Check it out, schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER to save when you sign up. And the last little weird audio problem that I want to address is, and if you are a patron of the School of Podcasting. So if you don't want to join the School of Podcasting, but you still would like to start support the show, you can go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash support and you'll see a link there. And at the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference, I did a presentation on podcast artwork and I see this on a regular basis. I am tech support for Libsyn. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Get a free month over at Libsyn. We're the oldest, biggest podcast hosting company by using the coupon code SOP free. And I get this at least, uh, at least I was going to say once a day, that might be a bit, but at least three times a week. And that is, Hey, I put in artwork for the episode. And when I listen to it in the podcast app from Apple, I don't see the artwork. And the reason for that is the Apple podcast app does not look at individual artwork. It only looks at the show's artwork. So you have artwork for your show that shows in your iTunes listing. And then you have artwork for your episode. And that particular app does not look at the artwork. So if you're uploading individual artwork for the episode, I'm just here to tell you, for the podcast app, you're wasting your time. 
So I wanted to let you know that those are some some weird little things that happen with audio files, and I wanted to address those in an episode. We do have one more question that came in that I would like to address. Hello, Dave. Happy International Podcasting Day to you. Um, I had a quick question. My name is Sylvie. I'm the host of the Vacant Lot Podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to the 90s cartoon series, Hey Arnold. I recognize it's a bit of a niche topic, especially since the show hasn't had any new content in over 10 years. Well, the good news is Hey Arnold is set to have a new movie come out this Thanksgiving. Uh, With about two months remaining and 15 podcasting episodes under my belt, what can I do to best promote my podcast in light of the show's comeback? Love your show. Uh, Thank you very much. I hope to hear from you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for sending that in at schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. Here's a thing you can do. If you're doing an entertainment-based podcast, make a list of anybody that you might want to contact, directors, actors, agents, anybody like that around a particular show, in this case, a movie, then go to imdb.com and you can sign up for a free 30-day trial. Now, during that 30 days, you have to contact anybody that you want, and you're going to get their information. And that does not mean that you'll be able to instantly, you know, call them up on the phone, but at least give you the contact people that you need to contact who are then probably going to contact their people and their people will contact your people. That whole kind of situation will open the door to that. Now, my buddy, Troy Heinrichs from the Blacklist Exposed, he actually reached out to some of the writers and other staff members of that TV show via Twitter. So in some cases, it's just a matter of, again, building a relationship with people. And it's a matter of what door are you going to sneak through in a crack? So in Troy's case, it was Twitter. Troy ended up being flown to Los Angeles to record a TV show that was shown in the UK. Danny Pena, GamertagRadio.com, actually gets flown all over the place to go play video games and then give his unbiased opinion. So who knows what could happen when you're doing an entertainment podcast. You might end up on the red carpet or reviewing the movie or whatever that is, but that's one way to do it. In the end, growing your audience always boils down to know who your audience is, go where they are, make friends with them, and then tell them about your show. So you could also be working things like Facebook groups, meetup groups, anywhere where your target audience would be. You want to go there, listen to them, find out what they want, and then make a podcast that they would listen to. Thank you again so much for sending in your question. All right, as we start to wrap things up here, I wish I could get the clearance to sing another one's Bites the Dust. But if you're a regular listener of the show, You've heard me talk about not using a free media host for your podcast. It sounds like a great idea, but bandwidth is not free. And in some cases, these companies have no idea really what a podcast is. Like for me, I've, I've talked about SoundCloud. And, and let's talk about this for a second, because sometimes like, oh, there goes Dave, one of the old guard saying that, you know, this is no good. And uh, the guys from IT and the D, I met them at National Podcast Power. He made a good point. I said, look, man, SoundCloud laid off 40% of their workers and they haven't had a profit uh, in a long time. They've lost over $400 million. And he looked at me and said, so is Twitter. And I went, oh, 
you know, that's a good point. And they're still around. But on the other hand, I'm not building my business. I'm not putting all my eggs in the Twitter basket. I'm not, uh, and Twitter isn't making things for podcasters like a RSS feed that isn't even, as to the best of my knowledge, does not have the new iTunes tags. So that's it. And I've never, I've seen Twitter go offline for a little bit, but about a year ago, uh, SoundCloud went offline for about four days. Not, not the website, just your RSS feed. You know, the thing that connects you to your audience. So it was interesting. I contemplated that and I realized, you know what? Maybe that's not the best kind of reason to leave SoundCloud. To me, it is the fact that anytime somebody lays off 40% of their staff and they're losing money and the other key point of that, they themselves, SoundCloud said, we don't think we're going to be around in December 2017. And since then, they've gotten yet another loan. They've uh, fired their CEO and things like that. But a, another podcast uh, host that I want to talk about was called Opportunity Podcast App. It launched in November 2015. And today they put out a thing saying, hey, guess what? We're going out of business. You got a month to get your stuff. And I actually reached out to them when they first came out. And I said, hey, I'm working on an article. Do you offer a 301 redirect? And if you're like, Dave, um, you're talking uh, that geeky stuff again. A 301 redirect is kind of like a change of address. So here comes the app and it goes over and it looks at your opinion podcast feed and it says, hey, guess what? Dave moved over there to a Lipson or a Blueberry or a Podbean or a whatever, Spreaker. And then when you go to those apps, then you put in a thing that says, hey, guess what? We're new. Update the app. So, but the first part of that, the really, really important part is the redirect. If there's no redirect, you can't, you basically are stuck with that media host for life unless you want to leave and leave your audience. So the co-founder emailed me back and said, hey, thanks for reaching out. We don't offer a 301 at this moment, but that shouldn't be too much of a problem since iTunes Connect is allowing users to change their RSS feed nowadays. Now, right there is a big giant red flag, and I want to explain the way this works. So... Your, when you sign up at iTunes and somebody subscribes to your show, like right now, if you subscribe to the School of Podcasting, you would, behind the scenes, when you go subscribe, uh, let's say the Apple Podcast app, it's not looking at iTunes. It's looking at schoolofpodcasting.libson.com slash RSS. It's tying them. The, the podcast app ties you directly to me. And that is a feed that I have 100% control. So, what happens then is, uh, let's say you're, you're looking at my feed, right? Schoolpodcasting.com slash Libsyn or schoolpodcasting.libsyn.com slash RSS. I go into my podcast connect and I change it to freewebsite.com slash RSS. Well, that means all future, everyone in the future that subscribes to my show, right? Because we said when somebody subscribes to your show on iTunes, iTunes goes, okay, let me directly connect you to freewebsite.com slash RSS. Well, what about all of your other subscribers? Where are they looking? They're looking at your old feed. And guess what? You're not putting out any shows on your old stuff anymore. So your old audience is sitting here waiting and waiting and waiting for a new episode. Now, you might be putting out new episodes, but they're not hearing it. It's like, think of it like radio. You started off on 985 and then you went down to 102.1. The problem is you didn't tell anybody. So your old audience is at 98.5 and there's just nothing coming out of that station. So a 301, again, 
is really, really important. If you're going to be changing your feed, and in this case, the co-founder didn't understand how a 301 worked. And I put, I emailed him back and I said, that's a shame. This means your customers have no way to migrate to another host. Hosting platforms like Libsyn, uh, Spreaker, Blueberry, Podbean, all, all of those have ways for people to migrate off their platform. If they leave your platform, they leave their subscribers. Uh, when you change your feed in iTunes, connect. Your subscriber base is still looking at your old feed. And this is what this guy had to say. Yes, that's the case, unfortunately. But on the other hand, our service is free compared to other examples. In other words, he's saying, hey, man, you get what you pay for. We're free. To which I said, how do you guys stay in business with a free business model? And he said, we have a very uh, we have a, a very cheap in-app purchase for unlocking audio recording longer than 10 minutes. And so I say this because I understand. Well, well first of all, before I get into apps that are very comparable to this, they looked like they were like the bee's knees. I don't know where that phrase has come from, but it somehow worked in my vernacular. And that's about the third week in a row I've used that phrase. But they were the best iPhone, iPad app by Wired and Wired UK. Uh, Macworld UK was uh, 12 iPhone apps that only make Android people jealous. They were featured on Mashable's Can't Miss list. They were Gizmodo's app of the week. They were the best new app in the app store. So they really looked like, wow, this might be something cool. Except for one thing, they were a free media host. And free media hosts, and I'll, I'll tell you how long they typically stay in business. So I say this because Anchor.fm, there are a lot of people that are saying Anchor.fm is a great place to launch your podcast. And I like to say that in my opinion, if you want to use Anchor FM, it's a way to connect with your audience, but I would drive them to your main website on, for lack of a better phrase, a real web host, a real media host. So, uh, cause right now with anchor.fm and I've done this, uh, I've tested it. They own your feed cause they want to be nice and they submit your show to iTunes for you. You don't own it. And later this year, when those stats come out eventually from Apple, you're not going to get to see yours. So here again, you get what you pay for. Now I did email them. And I said, hey, can I get a 301 redirect? Because there's nothing, at least the last time I looked, in their dashboard that lets me put in a redirect. And it took them over, well, it was over two weeks to reply. And they said, yes, if you ask, we will do a redirect. But I'm just saying free media hosting is not a great idea. I know it sounds great. Puppy dogs, rainbows, free media hosting, bring it on. But I went and did some research. And opinion podcasting is not the first by any means free media host that has gone out of business. They lasted 23 months. They launched in November, 2015. They're going out of business in October, 2017. Audiometric.io is a little different. They lasted 21 months, but they didn't go out of business. They got bought by another company, Panoply, and Panoply used them because they do ad injection. But nonetheless, you can't use them. You know, another example of a free media host that either A, went out of business or morphed into something. And I think a lot of companies want to be audiometric.io and get purchased by Google or somebody. It just never happens. Back in the day, Padango started in September 2006, lasted till December 2008. That's 27 months. They were the awesome people that let you know 
I think it was either before or right after Christmas that you had like a week and a half to get your stuff off their site. Podshow, which later turned to Mevio, now they lasted the longest. They started in August of 2005 and lasted till uh, April of 2014. And you're like, whoa, Dave, that's quite, that's almost 10 years. Yes, that's true. It's 116 months. They also had something, they went back and back and back, just like SoundCloud's doing, for more loans, and they burned through $38.8 million, according to Wikipedia. So, yes, they lasted a long time, but they burned through a ton of cash. Now, back in 2007, there was a podcast uh, hosting company called MyPodcast.com. They lasted 48 months. It was kind of hard to get the details on that one in terms of what month, but we're just saying 48. So let's take Mevio out of the equation because, well, they had 38.8 million. Take away that money, and trust me, they wouldn't have lasted 116 months. That would make the average free media host, their their lifespan is expected to be about 31 months, almost three years. And so if you are a person that, and here's the problem. You start a podcast and you're like, ah, it's just me and Joe in the garage. We're going to try it for fun. Well, guess what? Then people start listening and you're like, oh, well, holy cow. I didn't think anybody was going to listen to this. I am in that situation right now. I started a show to test a media host called the Podcast Rodeo Show. I thought I'd do it for a month and kill it. Well, I have a lot of people who really, really like that show. It's me just giving my first impression of a podcast. And... It's on a media host called Pinecast, and it started off and it was free, and then you can go up to either, I think it's five, and then another tier for 50 bucks, and it's not hosted on, it's hosted on Amazon S3, which is not my favorite platform. I would like there to be multiple hosts, such as Blueberry and, and Lipson, and the ones I mentioned, they are on contact delivery networks. Amazon S3 can be used as a content delivery network, but... Amazon S3 went down last year for a little bit. Remember when half the internet broke? Yeah, that was Amazon S3. So, you know, it's just one of those things that I'll be interested to see how these work. I mentioned a couple weeks ago, Wooshka, and I said, hey, they they cover all my criteria. They have offer support. They give me stats. Uh, they have a redirect in place. That doesn't mean I think free media hosting is a good idea. It's one of those things that if I'm a school with a bunch of third graders, I'm going to make a podcast and you have absolutely no budget. But if you if you drink soda, if you drink coffee, quit drinking that and there's your podcast budget. I do not recommend free media hosting. And this is just another reason why, you know, opinion podcast was supposed to be the next big thing. Oh, here's podcasting is going to go because it's super easy. Can I can I tell you something? The actual part of creating a podcast and putting it into iTunes, it takes maybe a day and a half if you know what you're going to do. And people go, oh, you're crazy. And I'm like, wait a minute. Have you ever uploaded a picture to Facebook? Yeah. Well, then you can upload artwork to iTunes uh, into your, your media host. You can upload your, your recorded MP3 file into your media host. That's done. Uh, you know, it, there's really, have you ever filled out your taxes? Yeah. So you know how to fill out a form? Yeah. Well, then you know how to put in the information for iTunes. It's really making a good podcast. Making good content is not easy. But the actual art, the, the technology behind the scenes, 
and then you have to learn how to record something. Well, can you press a red button on a VCR? Yeah, well, then you can press a big red button on Audacity. And I'm not here to say there's no learning curve because getting it to sound right, proper mic technique, I'm just here to say it's not as hard as you think it is. And so sometimes you're like, ah, I don't have the money or I, I do this or that. Or when you see these things with these apps, oh, we're making it so easy to get into iTunes. You need to ask themselves, is that getting into iTunes the right way? Or is that a way where you're going to get control? So just wanted to point that out. I realize if you're a regular listener, you're like, ah, Dave's going off again on free media hosting. But realize there are new people coming in. And this just, again, helps me explain this is what I believe and why I believe it. And that is something that I've been trying to do for really, well, I've always tried to do that. I realize sometimes I voice my opinion. Now I like to say, here's my opinion and here's why. There's, here's what I'm basing my opinion on. So if somebody says, oh, no, 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 you need to launch with at least 10 episodes, ask them why. And if they say, because if somebody subscribes to that show, you'll get 10 downloads, run away from them. Because that's absolutely not true. When you subscribe to a podcast, you might get their latest episode, but you definitely will not get all 10 if that's however many you launch with. Uh, your audience still has to manually download those. So I'll have some links to some videos you might want to check out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 586. If you're going to be around in the future, we're going to have part two and maybe part three on how to hold live events for your podcast audience. So if you want to do something for your audience, we're going to have a repeat, not a repeat, but we're going to have additional information. I've been talking to a lot of people about that. Also, I'm going to be giving you my take on the Libsyn stats. If you haven't heard, we're now adopting the industry standard, the IAB standard. And I, as a employee of Libsyn, people have been asking me for my opinion on that, even though there are tons of different blog posts and the feed and things like that. But I'll give you my take on it uh, in a future episode. So we talked today about audio files and stereo versus mono. I've got a free video there. You don't even need to give me your email address. That'll show you how do I figure out how much space I need. Uh, I'll put a video there that busts some of the myths, like you have to launch with at least three episodes. No. No, you don't. And those don't download when you automatically get subscribed. I'll have links to this out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 586. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in. That's going to do it for this episode. And again, I want to say thank you to my audience for everyone who's been saying congratulations, Dave, you deserved it. And for, again, I'm going to say thank you to Todd Cochran. I did the podcast awards one year when it was owned by the New Media Expo. It's a lot of work. And if you didn't know this, Todd in the past has received, and I'm not making this up, death threats because people would get so upset because they lost. That was not from me, by the way. I did not threaten Todd's life. And he had said, I'm done, man. I'm not, I'm not going to do an award show so I can get shot. And so instead, he reworked the rules, knew it was going to be a lot of work, and he did a great job. And uh, thanks to Todd for uh, putting those on. Thanks to uh, Steve Lee and Dave Lee for everything they do at International Podcast Day. And uh, we're, we're, what are we now? We're 13 years old and we're just getting started. So thanks so much for tuning in. Until next week, class is dismissed. I look forward to seeing you on the inside.
If you're new to the show, here's what we're going to do. We're going to help you massage your message. We're going to help you face your fears, tackle that technology. And I forget the fourth one. Wow. So much for award winning, huh? This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.